is up, everybody? Hi, Anthony. I'm I'm so angry. I have this feeling. I don't know what it's called. It's called rage. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I feel much better now, though. Great. Uh, now so, that uh, I can express my feelings with words. <laughs> if you can't tell, we're doing the Nicolas Cage rage. Cage rage. Cage rage on Cage, cage Fest. Fest. Cage rage. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag it right now. <laughs> that's right. So we normally have a guest, but we decided this time... Just gonna go old school. Just you know. Yeah, we didn't want to put anyone else through this movie. Yeah, we kind of went through it. Yeah, this movie. So okay, well, we're gonna try to keep this short, but just like get through it really quick for you guys. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a short one, considering all our other ones have been really long. Yeah. So first, we're gonna talk about beer. So I decided, why not have something extra, extra special? Something you'll get nowhere else. So, uh, my good buddy Michael. From Houston, he uh, his Instagram is Houston Beer Couple. He homebrewed this beer. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's been a while. I think it was originally supposed to be a lager. Uh huh. But um, I'm pretty sure it's a half. <laughs> it's like at least got the, the flavor profile of a half. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's it's a half. I, I don't. There's no way it's not a half. Oh, let me see. Here. Yeah, yeah. Get it. Let's get some sips in. It's got a good, got a good, uh, got a good aroma to it. I could see, I could see where you get some of the uh, the half flavor to it because it's got like a. I have usually got like that flavor of like banana in it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, uh, like it t- uh, tastes a little bit like banana. Mm-hmm. I, but I also can. There's elements of lager in there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, the, the oh, <laughs> it's in the aftertaste. It's definitely uh, stronger in the aftertaste. Yeah, I'm, feel, I mean, I'm feeling it now. That uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, this was his first attempt ever. So I think for first attempt, it's not bad. It's it's pretty. Darn it's still good. a good damn beer. Like, yeah. Really, if I think if I were to just tell you, oh, there's this half, you'd you'd just think it's a half. So, yeah. I think it's did, a good beer. Did he have a name for it? I don't. Th- he might have. I don't know. He didn't put any labels on there. It's not an untapped, so I can't look it up. And this was so we're gonna ago. call this the Houston Beer Couple Heffalogger. Heffalogger. There we go. So, um, it's a, but it's a, let's do a podcast exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will not be able to find this in any stores. Nope. Uh, go, go get a hold of your local Houston beer cup, beer couple and see what, see what you can get a hold and of. And you there. shake them and scream at them. Give yeah. me the beer. <laughs> so yeah, he may have the recipe. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet he has the recipe. So maybe, or he just winged it. Or he just winged it, and then he's like, and it's like, it's like one of those things. It's like, how do I do it? It was right. so great. I don't know how to do it anymore. So one reason I did pick this also is because we just got back from Houston. Oh, in the future, yes, yes, because this is a future <laughs> episode. Yes, in the future, you will have gotten just now back from from, from That's Houston. That's right. We did a, a little a little birthday trip to Houston. Um, how was how was the trip, Ryan? What did you guys do? Lots of beer, lots of beer, and lots of food. <laughs> I can tell you. Oh, right. Okay. Anything specific that you guys did? Uh, we drank a lot. <laughs> uh, we ate a lot. How were the accommodations? Um, there was a lot of beer, and there was a lot of food. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'll lay off. I'll lay off. I'll lay off. So. Um, <laughs> We had a good time. We had a great time. <laughs> All right. So I decided to let's just, drink something. Just knock on wood there. <laughs> I guarantee it. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we just got back from Houston. So might as well drink something only from Houston. So uh, as usual, we will give it a rating. Of course, it won't be on Untapped because I don't think it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like I don't know. If we we yeah, I've tried this before. We can't. There's no way we can put a manual entry on there because we're not a brewery. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll give our verbal rating, and then if there's a way we can enter something in there for that, then we can I'll, definitely. Yeah, I can ask him to, to see if it's on there somewhere. Yeah, he might have made something for it, but um, but yeah, as usual, we'll drink out throughout the whole day, the whole the whole day, the whole day, the whole episode, and give you guys our thoughts. Give you. Give you guys our opinions, because the people need to know how this homebrew is. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about this beer before you move on? No, I'm always a fan of the homebrew. Uh, for, for anybody out there who is either friends with a homebrewer or knows a homebrewer or they homebrew themselves. No, oh, sorry. 
That's the, the burps. The, getting a little burp there. Uh, the uh, it's like uh, it's just uh, I I applaud everybody out there who who tries this stuff. I, oh yeah. I, and uh, the creativity that takes the resources you have to put into it to pull this stuff together. For sure. It's uh, it's uh, it's not an easy craft. It takes a lot of work, and you have to do a lot of research and kind of see what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just uh, I just applaud applaud you guys out there uh, and uh, doing good work, uh, making great stuff. Yeah. Oh, I actually have yeah. an appropriate time to play this. Exactly right. Uh, <laughs> but it's like that's where I mean that's where a lot of breweries start. It's like a, it's just like a, a, a few people like just testing stuff out, and then like uh, they share it with their friends. Uh, more people try it, more people try it, and all of a sudden they're building a brewery. Yep. And they're hiring a bunch of people, and the, 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 it just kind of snowballs from there, you know? So mm-hmm. it's uh, just awesome stuff. Yeah. And that's actually going to move us into the beer news, which, yes, I have beer news again. I know. Two, <laughs> two in a row. This week in beer news. So as a lot of the DFW people know, his name... His brewery name is Smedox Brewing. He's a home brewer, but he's been working really hard to try to actually open a brewery. He did a, uh, was it a GoFundMe? What's the one where they have a time limit to do it all? Uh, yeah, it's GoFundMe, I think, yeah. Okay. It's so like he that, did... or it's like what, the other one, like the only other one I can think of is Indiegogo, I think. Yeah, there's another. Anyways, um, I think it was a GoFundMe. Okay. He almost hit the goal, but didn't quite get it. So now he's doing pretty much on his website, receiving donations, all that kind of stuff. So, of course, me and uh, the wife, we got T-shirts and, you know, giving some money. Because he, if I remember correctly, he would be the first black owner uh, brewery. Oh, really? In the DFW. So um, That needs to happen, yeah. Yeah, right? I was like, how? Yeah, I'm surprised that that has not happened already. So if I remember correctly, and if I'm wrong, let me know for sure, because I'll go visit those for sure. Like, I'll, you know, I want to, for one, I just want to visit all the breweries in our area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also support. Um, so we've, you know, he's working hard at doing that. He's, I've had a few of his home brews. They are killer good. Um, so yeah, so look them up. It's Smidox Brewing. Smidox Brewing. I got to look that up. Super good stuff. Uh, I've been trying to... Everyone's all he'll post, but like, hey, I'll be at this spot on this day if you want beer. Most of the time, I can't get there in time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh, does he sell out pretty quickly? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's give out because oh, yeah, that's he, right, he, he can't, can't sell. sell. That's right. So uh, I I try to get there before he gives it all away. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, pay ten bucks, you get a t-shirt and some free beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really want to have. I would love to have him and the beer on the podcast someday. That would be yeah. really really cool. So, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, the uh, yeah, I may have to go look him up and see if I can't kick a few shekels his way too. I'm always about uh, people trying to like get their get their dreams going like that, and uh, I'm always a fan of the uh, again, just as I talked about the about the home brewer turning turning yep. it into like the full the full gambit there, so we can all go and enjoy their uh, tasting room there. So it's fun yep. times, hundred percent. And I'll uh, if you remind me, I'll try to tag you so you you yeah, can yeah. find them. So that's the beer news for this week, and I, uh, there, there's something else that we talk about before we move on to the movie, right? Or is it time to move on to this stupid movie? Processing. I, I know. I Processing. feel like we, we, we usually have something. I'm missing it. I guess not. You know, I forget like one or two things for the podcast every week, so. I guess not. Yeah, I guess. I guess not. Oh my God, I don't want to do this movie. <laughs> We've done worse movies, Ryan. We can survive this. Yeah, we've done worse movies. It, but. It, this does break the cardinal sin for us when it comes to movies, though. I mean, this movie's so damn boring. I mean, it's <laughs> so bad. There's zero Nicolas Cage clips. Like, there were at least some for even Left Behind. I just don't want to play them because I don't think they were that great. But I try to look up good clips for this, any clips. And there really weren't anything worth. Like, I, I just I couldn't do it. Yeah, the closest the closest so, thing you get is when he's doing that Dias the Dias cast conversation with his daughter. That's about the closest thing you get, and uh, that and uh, well, there's like the one scene later on in the movie where he like just like pumps bullets into like a dead dude, oh, but it's just gunshots. He's yeah, not even making any noise. Shit. Yeah. So since I don't hear, since we always, I feel like we always need some clips. I said, put the bunny 
back in the box. Yeah, so the classic one. Oh, I didn't know this were off in this movie. <laughs> no, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, I'm just playing some clips, oh, not okay. from this one, because I I don't have any from this one. Okay. Those are the two that I have saved, like ready to go. So uh, isn't that the uh, isn't this one? Is like uh, I have a very particular set of skills. That's from this one, right? Pr- yeah, so immediately you're like, holy shit, are we watching an older version of Taken? Like, uh, No, this would be... Uh, Taken came out in like 2012, didn't it? Yeah. It so came out before. This, so this is, is older. This, no, this is the newer version. Wait, what year did this movie come out? 2014. Holy shit, this was uh, yeah. 2014? 2014, man. Oh, my God. This came God. out afterwards. So this is like... they. I feel like they saw... It feels like an old-ass movie. I feel like they saw Taken and they saw like the spec script for like John Wick and decided no, to like, just combine stuff <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We can write But that make movie. a worse version of it? Yeah. Oh, no, no. We're, we have something better. Yeah. We have something better. It's called Rage, and we have Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and it rhymes. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get this, oh, uh, let's get this uh, train wreck going here. Jeez. So uh, just to begin with the synopsis here, let me get untangled from my cords here. Uh, the, uh, we start with Paul McGuire. Uh, he's a respectable businessman. He's a, uh, he is a land developer, business building contractor, what have you. Uh, he's a businessman and a loving father living in a peaceful life until his violent past comes back to haunt him. When his teenage daughter is taken from their home, Paul rounds up. Exactly. Paul rounds up his old crew to help him find her by any means necessary. So the thing I find really interesting with this though is he's like a building he's like a building contractor and it's like okay so he's a former like mob criminal guy and he's a building contractor. You would think that is something would come into there where yeah, he's turned he's he's turned clean, but not really. Mm-hmm. Cuz you know the the building contracting game is so not known for its ties to the mob, right? And then what was like his favorite thing was to say was like, "Yeah, I throw a hammer sometimes." Yeah, yeah, or into, something like that into into some dude's face. Yeah, he's just like, oh, "There's nothing like swinging a hammer." Like, what are you talking yeah, about? But I was so surprised in this movie that he plays it straight, like from that perspective. Like, he legit went clean until this moment. Oh, yeah. I was I was like half expecting that he's like one of those guys who he went clean, wink, wink, nod, nod. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's really just kind of on the side, like when Pete, somebody when somebody jacks with him, he like fucks him up and kills kills him because right. you know he's not to be trifled with, uh, or uh, depending on where you're at, not to be truffled with, <laughs> depending on uh, de- depending on how fun you want to be. So, <laughs> but uh, so this movie, this movie is basically what it's what it says though, uh, minus the twist at the end of the movie. Because yes, there is a twist, and you will hear it. it it's uh, not a it's not a particularly stunning twist, but it's a twist. It was the best part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of like makes the rest of the movie irrelevant to the, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw the twist, I got up and did not watch the rest of the movie. Oh, I mean, there was only like a few minutes left, anyways. So. Yeah, but even my wife is just like, "You're missing it." I'm like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we uh, in the beginning of the movie, we get introduced to, and I'm going to try to get through this really quick. Uh, yeah. We get introduced to uh, Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. We meet Paul. Uh, he's like with the mayor, I guess. Uh, they're like yeah. at a building thing. It looks like a building uh, I'm familiar with. Uh, on it's like this up uh, upside down pyramid shape building. It looks to me if you ever go, if you ever get a chance to Google it, it's this uh, the St. Petersburg Pier, and they have a building very much like that. I thought that was this was in St. Petersburg. Turns out this movie was filmed in Mobile, Alabama, and they have that building that was built uh, by I believe by the same uh, designer, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's that's where that came from. But the, the, so they're building uh, this expansion to this open ocean front, I guess, or uh, what have you. I can't exactly remember what the con- company uh, or the project was, but it was expand this economic expansion for this whole thing. Uh, anyways, it's really not an all that all that important. It's really not. Yeah, it, nothing it, really in this movie is important. Well, it's, it's just to give him the street cred that yes, he's he's uh, a legitimate mm-hmm. businessman and he's doing legitimate legitimate work and he's got big, uh, business contracts with the government and everything like that. And uh, oh, they're taking all the taking all the money and they're giving it back to charity and all this yada yada yada. The teachers, he yeah. says. The teachers. Yeah, giving them the money. So. We we meet we meet him we meet his family we meet his daughter right uh, she's working on a project uh, uh, some paper about Julius Caesar mm-hmm. uh, where where we get this little exchange about uh, the she spouts some Latin and it's to means the die is cast 
And it really kind of that you could probably take that and saying and kind of like call the movie that. And I think that'd be cool name for this movie, cooler than Rage. Uh, which this movie is had actually depending on where it was released has different names. Uh, oh really? Yeah, because it was uh, in, uh depending on the release market it was also called Tokarov, which is the name of the gun that comes up later in the oh, uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, but also uh, in the U.S. market it's referred to as Rage. They should have kept it that. The yeah, gun t- title. Uh, Tokarov would have been cool because Rage would have been is better. Rage just rhymes with Cage, and, and <laughs> that's it. I didn't feel much rage in this movie. No, it, this movie should have been called. Sad, bland. <laughs> sad and boring. Sad, bland and boring. Yeah, uh, but so we, uh, but we get that the die is cast moment, which I thought was an interesting moment there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we get it's like standard dad fare. Like you, you've seen, you've seen Nicolas Cage uh, in movies where he plays the dad. Mm-hmm. He's got a particular way of doing things. He plays like a good dad, like a cold, a good goofy dad character uh, when it calls for it. Uh, but it's nothing like Nicholas Cagey about it. It's just like standard actor fare, you know. Uh, but we uh, we see he's letting his daughter. They're going to some dinner with uh, was it the the future comptroller? Uh, this or this guy's running to be state comptroller or something like that. So right. they're setting up business contracts, boring businessman stuff. Uh, the daughter is staying home. She's working on homework with. Uh, Working at home, I quote unquote. Uh, they're playing. She's playing Guitar Hero with her two uh, <laughs> friends from school. Yeah, uh, I, they're really into that yeah, fucking game. Two, uh, two, two, two guy kids. Well, it's 2014, which was like Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. I was like super into Rock Band at the at that point. So, were you standing like how he was standing with like one foot like way up in the air? Playing the guitar, wherever they showed it. You know, you should, I wish I had pictures to show you how oh I played rock guitar. I was like, God, I was like, Anthony. I was like a rock god oh, playing that game. Geez. I was so good. Rock god over here. That's your new nickname. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was freaking. It's like it was. Oh. I was gonna save this for later, later, but here you go. <laughs> what is that? That's like completely random. I- What the hell was that? I was saving that for later. I was trying to have it queued up, ready to go, but yeah. <laughs> it played. Got a little excited there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Let, uh, <clears throat> so you want to just cut that one out? Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> <sighs> skirt, skirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where was I? All right, so uh, th- th- this is all just the setup, really, to get us to the the, the bulk of the movie. Uh, so we uh, everything's fine. The the kids are just kind of chilling out. He leaves. They're doing the dinner. Uh, next thing we do is we see is the police are coming into the restaurant, and we know we we get we do get some knowledge that you know he's got a past, uh, a somewhat yeah. criminal past. We we've known that we, we get it through some dialogue. Uh, but we see the police come in and we, uh, well, at least we're both I'm not, I'm not, ta- it's like, I'm not out of time yet. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you, you might think that the P, uh, he got wrapped up in something. The police are coming to get him. Uh, you know, it's one of those movies he's going to get arrested and he's got to like prove his innocence. Yeah. No, that's not what it is. Uh, apparently, uh, I'm through- clean. I'm clean. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you roughing me up? That's, that's, it felt oh, like one is of those that Rocky scenes. Balboa? Yeah, <laughs> it, it felt like kind of one of those scenes where they were like, oh, hey, hey. Yo, Adrian, they're trying to arrest hey, me. Hey. <laughs> I'm walking here. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. That one, two, three. <laughs> it's like, that would have been I know, we need to go this. back. Can we just go back to that movie? Yeah, she's a vampire's kiss again. <laughs> Uh, but they, uh, so they come in, they, t- they inform him that his daughter has been kidnapped. He goes, uh, back to the house. They rush back and, uh, they, uh, they talk to the two boys who were, uh, who were there with her. And, uh, what we get, what we get told is that, uh, a bunch of guys broke into the house. They stormed the house wearing, uh, masks and black clothes and everything. They stormed the house. They, Broke the window on the door and reached in and opened it. They uh, threatened the two kids, uh, the two boys, to shoot them. They pick up the girl and they carry her out, and uh, and they're and they're gone out the door. Uh, and uh, and Peter, 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 Polly. Peter's the last guy. 
uh, Paul, he's just like trying to like grill them for details. What did they sound like? What did they look like? Did they have any tattoos? <clears throat> I feel like Polly is such a bad name. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like Polly. Polly. Over here, Polly. I think I'm of Polly Pockets. <laughs> no, that's Polly, not Polly. I know, but I still go there in my mind. I, like, I can't help it. Yo, Polly. Hey, Polly Pockets. <laughs> That's like, yeah, Polly Pockets. It's like some mobster, like some Italian mobster who like, he just like has lots of pockets. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I'm Polly Pockets. Hey, you need a, you need a snack bar. It's in one of my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so dumb. I'm trying to make something again, fun. Again, that would have been better fun. than this movie. Anything would have been better than this movie. Uh, that song clip was better than this movie. <laughs> uh, so the the daughter gets kidnapped. Uh, we get this we get this story served to us by the by the boys. Uh, not too much time goes past. Uh, uh, well, what's what, actually what the story is is then uh, the police are like, all right, here one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to realize who they fucked with and they're going to drop that your daughter off at a gas station somewhere down the road. Uh, or they're going to give you a call because they know who you are and uh, who they're messing with. So it doesn't, neither of those things happens. Right. Uh, he, uh, he, he's like tired of waiting. So he's starting to like turn over some rocks. He's got his old, he's got his old uh, former running buddies, uh, uh, former, former, uh, actually one of whom is still a current, uh, current um, mob member. Uh, and another who has also gotten clean and he like runs a bar or something. Yeah, uh, but they go out and they start turning over, turning over people, starting to interrogate uh, guys out out there and trying to see anything if they can find out anything. Uh, and uh, while this is all going down, uh, they finally, uh, they unfortunately they find his daughter uh, face down in a ditch, just out somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so and she had been she had been shot in the head and killed. All right. So bummer for. Again, is getting more. This this movie just kind of gets more and more sad. There's like there's no there's no humor to this movie. Truly, it's a very serious. uh, It it takes itself very self serious, uh, but it's there's nothing like. uh, There's no. It doesn't kind of let up. There's nothing fun about this movie. Yeah. So we we thought about not doing this movie, but. At the same time, we already watched the damn movie. <laughs> so it's yeah, like so just, we're just going to do it. Yeah, so it's like, oh, we'll just power through it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as we're going through, uh, so Peter Stamari is in this movie. Uh, he plays O'Connell, who is like the head of like the, I think, I get the feeling, they never say particularly what it is, but I get the feeling it's like the Irish mob. Yeah, that's what it seems Mobile, like. In Mobile, Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, that adds up. Yeah, there's, so there's like, uh, there's uh, two big mobsters. There's O'Connell. And then there's uh, who's the other guy Chernov? Yeah, uh, who's the head of like the Russia mob mob, in uh, Mobile, Alabama? Which is they never particularly they never say in particular where this is at. Yeah, they never say. I'm just gonna go with Mobile, Alabama because this is where it was. They try to make it look like it's like New York or something, but yeah, but it's nowhere close. Yeah, Yeah. they got a film. They got a they got a tax credit. Maybe it's supposed to be Boston from where uh, Vampire's Kiss was supposed to be filmed. Was that? Oh no, no, no! That no, was no. very much in New York. Yeah, sorry, that was New York. He was from Boston. <laughs> yeah, he was from. It's like yes, I'm Peter Liu. I'm from this, Boston. This is this is this is before Boston Peter, talk. This is before Peter Lowe moved to New York. <laughs> you know, it makes me realize. Uh, going back to Vampire's Kiss, he sounds very much like Stewie uh, from uh, from Family Guy. Oh, yes, that was that was the accent that I think he's going for. You know, yep. like a, like you know like twenty years before that show was on. Come here, fat man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we have, we have this, uh, we have this whole situation going on, uh, O'Connell, the head of the Irish mob, yeah. he, uh, at, they have the funeral, very sad affair. Uh, O'Connell shows up and he's like, he, and he goes and tells, uh, talks to, uh, goes and talks to Paulie. He's basically like, Hey, you got out. Uh, I let you out because you asked me. Uh, and so you owe me this. Don't do anything. So mm-hmm. just sit there. I want you to do nothing about this. It's like I uh, it's like the cops are looking for them. My guys are going to look for them and we're going to take care of them. I want you to do nothing. And you know, this movie would have I mean this would have been shorter movie if he had just followed that advice. It probably would have been better. A lot of more people would have lived. Oh my god. <laughs> this would have been a great movie if he followed that advice. Yeah. I mean, there probably would have been one dead child. <laughs> one more dead child coming mm-hmm. out of this. 
Uh, I think the only reason that there wasn't one more dead child at the end of this movie is because uh, I think his uh, desire to kill more people was probably sated at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so uh, the two uh, the two buddies of Polly's though are Danny and Kane. Uh, Danny's the guy who still works for O'Connell. Right. Uh, and Kane's the guy that runs the bar. Uh, basically, uh, Danny's got a penchant for like cocaine parties. He's got a little, uh, <laughs> little bit of a fan of the nose candy. Oh my god! Uh, and the Kane, cocaine parties. But, uh, but uh, Kane's a pretty, pretty stand-up dude. He's like, he's like pretty solid. I, he must have been like a bruiser for like the mob or something like that. Yeah, uh, had to be. Yeah, it's like he he had to be. I mean, because the the way he's built and the way he gets uh, treated and uh, kind of acts, he's like he's the guy who would go in and throw punches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, basically, what comes out they 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 get the body, they do the autopsy, and they come uh, they determine that the bullets from the gun came from a uh, came from a Tokarev uh, pistol, right. which is a Russian pistol, and so they automatically go, it was the Russians. Had to be the Russians. Yeah, and the reason they think this is because earlier in their careers, like a good like twenty thirty years prior. They had robbed, uh, like, was it like a, a, a bagman transfer or whatever they called it? It was basically where they're delivering money uh, for the Russian mob, and they basically robbed the guys delivering the cash. Mm-hmm. And they, it was like they killed one dude. They uh, they knocked out another guy, and uh, and and they made off with the money. Right. And so they think somebody was like they're like somebody knew somebody found out, and they're and they're coming for us now. And so they're like, they're trying to figure out, they're like, it's like, no, the Russians know, they know it was us. And, uh, and this is like, they're getting back at us by killing, uh, his daughter. Uh, so they're focused on this whole Chernoff thing and they're like, they start working their way through the Russian mob and just like killing their dudes, killing their dudes, killing their dudes. Uh, but like, here's the thing though. They keep going and asking people about the daughter being killed. And this is like the annoying thing because you don't know what's going on as the as the viewer. You're only getting like the initial peak of what's going on in this world, but there's no leads coming out of any of this. Yeah, nothing. It's no, just, like frustrating. At all. You're the, all this stuff is happening, and you're not learning because like the whole driver for this movie is that the daughter died, and you want to figure out who the who killed the daughter, right? You're not. There's no answers. A uh, little, much to my surprise, that was, I guess, the point of the movie. Mm, yeah. Which I, I felt like that was somewhat of a slap in the face. Yeah. It's, it felt like a Seinfeld type thing. It's a movie that doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie with no point. I mean, the point is that <laughs> stop and ask questions first, I guess, before you start going and shooting people. And then if you go and kill people for no reason, it's just going to make the whole situation worse. Yeah. Which I oh. guess is a true story. And the twist coming up makes yeah. it even fucking worse. Uh, but uh, so they uh, they get, they they figure out where the, the, the one guy who survived the uh, the robbery was. They find him in a strip club. Uh, they they chase him like through the streets. They uh, like they shoot him. So that, and that guy's sprinting with like a gut shot, which I thought that was pretty good. I mean, dude, he made it so far and he was like bleeding out. Yeah, but I'm 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 but I'm willing to bet with like that much adrenaline going through because he know he knows if he stops he's gonna get killed. Right. Either which, way, he's true. dead. Yeah. yeah. So he's like he's just like trying to do anything he can, uh, which he ran to like where there was nobody. I would have run to <laughs> I would have run to right. where there was more people. Yeah, go to the middle of the fucking street or something. Yeah, I was like, I, I, if that happened, I would have just gone right back into the strip club. <laughs> It's like, there's more people in here. So yeah, it's like, there'll be a lot of witnesses there if you kill me. So, uh, so they chase him. Uh, basically he gets shot by Danny, uh, which leads to some like conflict later on. Right. Uh, but as the, uh, uh, he gets there and, uh, Paulie, he catches him and the, the dude's like, the dude's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know anything about the girl. And then he lays on him the whole thing about the robbery uh, and he, cause, uh, and it turns out the driver, he never knew who the hell those guys were. He's like, I don't know. I was like, I didn't know it was you. They, and he's like, turn off, thought it was me. And he tortured me for several days cause he thought I stole the money. Yeah. So he's like, so it's so like, we get from the driver. Hey, I don't even know who the hell you are. It's like, but I'm, but it sucks that it was you because I got, I got laid on for all that shit. Yeah. So, uh. Basically, he then kills the dude, 
and he uh, was like, he shoots him a bunch of times, and then he like he picks up the body and punches it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So <clears throat> he actually died while he was talking. To That's him. true. That's right. He's already dead. So he pa- he died, and Nicholas Cage lost his shit for a second. It was like smashing the head into the ground, yelling, "Don't die! Don't die!" As he's smashing the head. Then yeah, he stands up and he unloads an entire clip on him. Yeah. And then walks around the other side and starts kicking him in the head. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, again, this is when I was like, I, I looked on the right now notes and I saw him like, just like moving. And I, was, yeah. I heard the punch noise. I was like, did he just like pick that dude up and punch him? <laughs> I, I mean, he, he lost his shit on him. Yeah. Uh, then they go, uh, I mean, from there we go to, uh, just kind of moving along. They, they go to one of the drug houses. Uh, Chernov's got his drug operation going on. They go to the dr- one of the drug houses and they basically go in there with shotguns mm-hmm. and just start shooting anybody who's standing around in there. Or anybody who picks up a weapon, for that matter. Anybody doing anything. Yeah, but it's like, dude, if you want to go in there and ask questions about anything that happened to your daughter, you don't just go and kill everybody. Yeah, seriously. You, you, you might kill somebody who knows something. Uh, so they just go and basically go in there and kill just about everybody in there. Uh, they they come out there more or less without a scratch. That uh, All the other dudes get shotgunned. Yeah. Which is like, they, they're like a three-man clearing team. They just like go through the entire place. Uh, and we get, uh, so we get to that, uh, this kind of brings this to the level of Chernov's attention, uh, and Chernov's like, what, who the hell is doing this? Uh, who the hell is like going through my people? Who's killing right. my people? Uh, and, uh, they get, he's, he's like, basically, I want you to figure out who it was and I want you to bring them to me. <clears throat> uh, you know, that's a bad, bad news when the boss wants yeah. you to bring somebody specifically to them. So, uh, it gets, because they let some people live. Uh, they figure out it's Kane. Uh, so they roll up to his bar. Kane does what he can, but he's only one dude. He's trying to get Polly and Danny down there. Right. Uh, and uh, Danny cannot be reached at all, uh, which turns out he's having one of his cocaine, cocaine parties. <laughs> uh, Woo! But, uh, party, bro. Polly's like uh, chasing these dudes like through downtown Mobile. And. Like he gets eventually gets stopped by the police, and uh, Danny Glover or the, his deputy goes to arrest him, and the uh, and the and Chernoff's guys get away. He gets he goes to get arrested, and Danny Glover just lets him go after he like wrecked oh downtown. So they know that he killed a shit ton of people. They know he like they know pretty much everything that he's doing, and they let him go. Yeah, that's what it seems like. That or Danny Glover is just like, uh, he's like, dude, I'm just like three days from retirement. I don't right. give a it's, shit. He's like, yeah, I don't fucking care anymore. <clears throat> uh, so we get through that, but then we uh, we flash over to uh, where Kane is. He's hanging. He's hanging by chains. The hands uh, being strung up by his hands, and uh, basically we see Chernov come out there. He starts. Uh, was it they? They like beat the hell out of him a little bit, and oh. he finally lets it spill. Yeah. And the the back tattoo on the boss. Yeah. It's so bad. Oh, the St. Peter's Cathedral tattoo? I stopped it. It looks really, really bad. Oh, I didn't look at it. I just saw <laughs> I just saw was it because they were talking they were saying the gang was called the Seven Golden Crosses. Yeah. And it finally connected it. It's like the minor, min, uh the minarets on the uh on the cathedral there. Yeah, it just, I, I don't know. I was like, man, if you're going to make a whole back tattoo related to this, at least make it look good. Yeah, well, I guess. But eh, I guess he doesn't have to. And he's like, do a laser etch onto his back there. Right. He's like, but he does, we get to see some really interesting torture techniques, though. He like fills the dude full of water. I thought he were, I thought they were like waterboarding him while he was hanging there. I mean, at one point they did. Yeah, but they were just. Making him drink lots and lots of water, basically, until wanted, he was like almost like getting water poisoning. It's well, it's almost like they wanted him to pee himself, because he's like, "How's that bladder? Is it full?" And then would punch him in the bladder <laughs> and be like, "Are you wanting him to pee himself?" He's <laughs> like, "Ha you peed yourself." <laughs> but no. So what the what it is is basically they filled him with water, and because I, I I'm somewhat familiar with this because I uh, because you know techniques, yeah. You know, 
questionable things. Wow. Uh, yeah, that does not sound sketchy at mil- all. Military things. That's right. Uh, I've done a few things in my life. <laughs> I've not done any of these things. I've just read about things. Uh, <laughs> but basically what it is is that since he, uh, they fill him up with the water, and it's going to get into his bladder and his kidneys and everything. And it makes it like since it makes them swell up. So when he punches them, they are less weak, able to like kind of contract it to the blow. And so it makes them more likely to rupture when he hits them with Mm. uh, when they get physical trauma like that. And so it's more likely to cause a lot more pain and a lot more damage. And so that's why I do that to him. They make him basically just drink up as much water as he can get in him. Uh, to basically make all these organs make basically more, more rigid. Well, I'm a little bit more afraid of you now. <laughs> it's, but that <laughs> that was the reason they did that. Uh, I would not do that to people. That sounds sure. that sounds terrible. But he uh, after doing this, he basically beats the hell out of Kane, and Kane finally like is finally like, so it's like the reason we're killing people is because you killed you killed Polly's daughter, and he's like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. He's like, you killed him. You sent your guys to kill him because, and he's like, why would I, and he's like, why would I do this? And he's like, because we, because we stole a bunch of money from you. Uh, and, uh, we learned that one of the people that got killed is Chernov's brother, Ivan. Yeah. Uh, in the robbery. And so now Chernov is basically going to come kill Polly and Danny. Fortunately for Chernoff, he doesn't worry about Danny all that much because, uh, Danny and Polly get an argument over the fact that, uh, Danny didn't show up. He was, you know, all drugged, drugged up and uh, having sex with strippers. And uh, Polly gets it again. Polly's getting paranoid, but not in a fun way for us. Uh, but he's getting paranoid. <laughs> yeah. He thinks it wasn't fun. Yeah, he thinks that uh, he thinks Danny had something to do with it. After seeing him shoot uh, the guy running away, right? He thinks he's trying to silence people. Uh, so he basically he pisses off Danny. Danny punches him, and then Polly whips around and like cuts his throat or stabs him or something. Yeah. He sliced him. Like it looked like in the stomach area. Yeah. But he, he dies pretty quickly. Somehow he died from that. I was, I was a little confused by that, but <clears throat> anyways, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so this movie. And so, and so Paulie's kind of sad about that, <laughs> but he moves on. So we get that one fun line uh, in there, uh, and I, I I know we didn't get a clip for it, but it been that I think that was like the one line that was like really even like clip worthy out of it is when he's yelling at Danny, he's yelling at him, rat, 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 rat. He's calling oh, him a rat. Yes, yes. Uh, and that's where that's where that's where Danny like punches him, and and, and then basically Paulie just turns around and like just kills him, just yeah. like slashes him. Oh, man, I should look for that because I really I thought about it today. I was like. Was there anything memorable? Like yeah, that was like the one. That was like the one thing that was like memorable coming out of it. Ah, Just like just yelling rat 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 rat. Yeah, you can put it in there and post. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we get from there. We get a few leaps of logic that I just couldn't understand. Uh, Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't paying attention that well. But uh, we get him, he's, uh, I guess he's sitting there, he's thinking about the robbery they did and uh, about the Tokarev gun that he had. Uh, apparently, he apparently took a, one of the guns off of one of the guys when he did the robbery way back when. Uh, and it was a Russian pistol. And he thinks to himself, huh, I have that gun in an unsecured container in my closet that I apparently told my daughter about. Huh. And so we see him go uh, into his closet in his house, and he like he pulls it down and uh, gets in there. And a, we we see that the gun is wrapped in a rag, like we saw in the flashback. Yeah. Now I'm watching this. I don't know about you, Ryan, but I'm watching this. I'm like, what am I supposed to draw from this? Oh, 100 percent. As soon as he pulled it down, he saw he pulled out the gun, and then he starts bawling his eyes out. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, it's like it's not immediate. I guess like after 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 seeing this, I'm like I guess I know what conclusion they want us to draw off of it. Yeah, but it's like a not it's not immediately apparent. No, but uh, yeah, for some reason they think we all understand, even though we're all like yeah. What but the it's like fuck? it's like comes out of left field. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So we we see that I think right before that we also see that there's a fight between Chernov and O'Connell. Uh, basically a short, a sh- there's like a short gunfight where basically what hap- what they want is uh, they want yeah. O'Connell to go kill Dan- uh, Danny and uh, 
uh, and Polly, and O'Connell's like, I'm not going to take orders from you. I'm not going to do it. Uh, and so they have a short gunfight, and basically O'Connell gets killed by Chernov. Chernov is like the last guy standing. Which, again, doesn't matter. Yeah. So we get basically, at the end of this movie, like, basically the Russian mob wins. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the ending of this yeah, story. Yeah, this was actually really good for the Russian mob. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but going back to the whole thing with the gun, uh, the leap of logic that we get is that uh, the rich kid that is a hardworking kid killed the daughter. How we learn this or how we figure this out, I don't know, because that must have happened all off screen. Yeah. Neither one of us understand how we got to this point. We do see that uh, we do see that the, 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 the working kid gets a phone call from his buddy. He comes out there to meet them, and he, his buddy says, I'm sorry. And then he's like, what? And then there's, like, then there's Polly behind him uh, pulling out a gun, and looks like he's going to kill him. And the kid flips out and basically tells the story, okay, this is what really happened. They got drunk. They wouldn't play with guns and like any other set, like any other like week, uh, weekday after school special, they shouldn't have played with guns. Somebody got shot in the head and Mm -hmm. got killed. And then they dragged the body in the forest. So all this shit happened. It's it's like a, it's it's like a freaking joke at this point. All this shit happened because the kid lied. And now there's like freaking mob, like a mob war going on in, in Mobile, Alabama. Because the kid like bullshitted them because he was afraid to get in trouble over shooting the guy's daughter in the head, which yes, understandable, but he also shouldn't have been fucking playing with a gun. Yeah, playing with guns in the rain while drunk. Yeah. So we get through all that, and then we circle back to the first scene in the movie that we didn't tell you about because it was really not important. But we see that there's a shotgun sticking through the door. He's sitting in his house with like his uh, his daughter's like. Uh, personal effects right and he uh, basically is just like there he's, he's just basically like ready to die at this point and the russian mob is happy to oblige and they take take care of him yeah aside from a little during credits scenes here and there it's that's it uh this movie also had danny glover in it that i think i don't know if i mentioned that but he doesn't really do anything in this movie no he he was a pretty face yeah a pretty face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> apparently he's not too old for this shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's that's the only thing that would make sense of why they have. It's like they have they have the name attached it's to it. A, it's a famous actor. Let's put him in here. Maybe they'll give us a better boost. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, it's like how original. You have Danny Glover playing a police officer. Yeah, never heard of that one before. Yeah. Uh, so I did want to read this, uh, since we've gotten through the whole story, I did want to read this. I want to read this full, uh, review of this film. Oh yeah. This is fantastic. This is pretty, uh, this is pretty well written. This is on IMDb. And so, uh, they, I'm just going to read this top to bottom. They say, this movie is fantastic. Honestly, it's shooting up my so bad it's good charts with a bullet. But I have no idea why Danny Glover's, this is my favorite part. I have no idea why Danny Glover's character is in it. It feels like he phoned someone and he said, I need 50 bucks and I'm free on Sunday. <laughs> Anything going down? Uh, Peter Samare, whilst generally good and uh, good fun in crap flicks, is so utterly miscast, it's borderline genius. Uh, <laughs> what's that accent, Pete? I can't tell if you mean to sound like a Canadian with palsy or you're battling some gastrointestinal thing, but damn, bro, you sound pretty crook. <laughs> Cage, with his helmet or hair or whatever that thing is on his head, is brilliant injecting heartfelt emotion into scenes that don't need it, screaming in new and obscure ways, playing it cool after trashing 20 corpses and 50 cars. He just injects a well-needed shakeup on traditional acting. Let's be completely inappropriate and flip between ham and wood. Hello, Oscar. (laughs) Script has the bones of something in it, but the director has taken a leaf out of Cage's book here. Let's not polish the turd, but rough it up some. Camera work is just dire. Dialogue makes the idea of a four-hour session on uh, Cunnilingus section on the angle grinder grinder sound appealing. And seeing as Glover already took 50 from the budget, it only left another 50 for the rest of the film. Let's not forget such a momentous closing scene. Never have I cheered so hard for Cage. Top work, fella, and the right choice. Uh, I agree with this last part here. But I can't honestly agree to. Uh, I I can't honestly ask anyone sit through the re- to this freaking movie. I do know I'll watch it again in the future with a bottle of vodka in the wee hours and laugh my ass off. 
So yeah, I, I will say I, uh, having gone through this movie, I might watch it again just like to see it again and kind of pull it together. Maybe. No. I can't recommend it to anybody else. No, though. I can't. I can't even go through it. But it's like, uh, so we can, let's just get right into the cage meter uh, so Ryan, where do you put it on the uh, scale so, of one to ten on cage meter here? I feel like this was classic cage for me. Uh huh. From what I grew up watching him and stuff, so like for me, this is like an eight. We have. I feel like our cage meters are like the flip flop. We're, we're of each opposites other. though, but it's because what you watched, what you kind of not grew up, but like stuff that you watched, yeah, versus stuff that I watched are totally different cages. So, like, I never really saw the insane cages. Uh-huh. I saw more calm cages. Yeah. So, that's the that's the world I come from. Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, that's why, like, this this is classic cage for me. This yeah, is, like, right up there. And, like, I want to give it almost even the, the flat 10, but it was still too boring for him. Because he at least makes things entertaining. In a sense, yeah. I mean, that's just that's just, just that's just Nicolas Cage. That's what he brings to the table. There was zero entertainment. Even yeah. like I, I don't think he could have done anything to make this a ten for himself. <laughs> yeah, I will say so. I I put it at a two on the cage meter. <laughs> I'm in the opposite direction, <laughs> completely opposite direction. Oh, that's but to awesome. me, this is like this is like. A, but Nicolas Cage, he kind of veers between like insane like yeah. ham and chewing up the scenery. And like a wooden performance. I mean, and that's it. That, that's pretty much exactly what I was saying. Yeah. It's just like, but I, it, there's so many Nicolas Cage movies. It all depends on how did you grow up. Well, which which side of Nicolas Cage do you know? I really think with with uh, with Nicolas Cage, oh, it really appears that if he if he has like any belief in the material, he like brings a hundred percent to it, mm-hmm. and he's like just gonna act the shit out of it. Oh yeah. Whereas if he's just doing it for the money so he can pay the IRS. He's just going to bring what he needs to bring for it, and uh, he's going to get that paycheck. Yeah. And so uh, for this movie, I don't think this movie at all was at all about the art for him. I feel like this one was about the paycheck. He went in there. He read his lines. He uh, showed the emotions he needed to show to the extent they needed to be uh, placed in there. Uh, they didn't get, in my opinion, they didn't get the full cage. He was, again, he was just there for the money. Uh, and he got in, got out, got his check, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, he probably doesn't even remember doing this movie. Hmm. So, probably not. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. We're extreme opposites on that, but uh, we both agree, don't watch it. Yeah. So, uh, I actually do, we have a special guest. Did you know this, Anthony? I did not know I this. I have Nicolas Cage on the phone. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, but so first he wanted me to ask, um, are you allergic to anything? I am not allergic to anything. Well, I think I, I think I see something above your head. Oh God, is it bees? Oh jeez, it's bees. (laughs) Oh, it's okay, Nicholas. It's all right. uh, Thanks for warning me. All right, Cage, (laughs) calm down, Nicholas Cage. Calm down. Oh, jeez. Uh, what's in that box? I said, put... The bunny. Okay. Back in the box. All right, man. All right. Sorry, Calm sorry, down. sorry, man. Uh, oh, Jeez. he hung up. He was fucking mad. All right. Whew. Oh, that did <laughs> not go as planned. It's like maybe next time he calls, we can he can tell us his uh, his tell us his letters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sheesh. All right, Nicholas Cage. All right. Well, we'll, we'll plan uh, uh, He's only Nick to his on. friends there. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> We had, to, we had to bring some levity to something. I had yeah. to laugh. I have to laugh. I'm dying over here. But um, that's the movie, right? That, that is the movie. That, that's all of the what's, movie. What's your thing of the week? Uh, so this is really, really stupid. Really stupid. But it's funny because um, there's this skit on SNL. It's called Wrap Round Table Skit. Interesting. So, really, it's extremely stupid, but in my opinion, it's one of the funniest skits that they've done in a long time. Uh-huh. And they have, like, the his- like it's supposed to be, like, oh, the, the history of rap. And so they have, like, you know, rap artists on there talking about, like, the history, like, all the really cool stuff. And then there's these SoundCloud rappers, uh-huh. which they're uh, Pete Daviston, Pete, what's his name, Pete, crap, something. 
Yeah, I only know Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson and some other guy. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, we're, we're SoundCloud rappers. And like, it's really, really stupid. It's really yeah. funny. And um, if I didn't delete the clip that I accidentally played by now, <laughs> I'm going to play the clip again of this is their song that got like 2 billion hits. Yeah. Jeez. And I'd I listen to that. That's a, that's a, that's a banging right there. <laughs> right? I was like, what's funny is like it's actually super catchy. <laughs> but uh the skit is it's really, really funny. So I recommend that you go get that sounds go like something it. that sounds like something Lil Nas X would do. <laughs> exactly. I feel like they're making fun of that. Yeah. But um so kind of except, except Lil Nas X is freaking awesome. So he uh, his, his I shit is know. way better than that. I wouldn't know. I've never listened to him. Old Town Road, man. Uh, you don't. You never listen to Old Town Road? Maybe. I'm gonna take my horse down oh, the I old town road. I hate that song. I'm gonna ride until I can't go home. I'm glad that this is recorded. <laughs> um, so something that's funny is, uh, as I've mentioned before, I stream. So anytime I get it like a start, like a donation, because anytime I raise any kind of money, it all goes back to charities. That song plays. So my friends, they like to like donate. <laughs> little little amounts and a ton of them so it's just this song constantly it's it's fun. pretty fun but so i don't know my thing of the week's just find something either watch that or just find something to make makes you laugh yeah uh particularly if you're gonna watch a movie like this <laughs> yeah uh, something upbeat something happy and yeah something fun make make you smile all right my thing of the week is something i've been doing for a while uh, oh, is it Assassin's Creed again? No, no, sorry. <laughs> no, they haven't come up with a new one yet. Maybe later this year. Uh, they, uh, but something I've been doing, uh, something I've been doing for a while, uh, and uh, that's kind of uh, I've been a fan of doing. But this is the first time I ever talk about it. It's uh, <laughs> this is like one of my favorite things to do. Is I like going to Marshalls and finding the weirdest fucking shirts I can find. Uh, so, uh, uh, those of you who, uh, know me or those of you who have seen me, uh, I know there's not a ton of people out there, uh, but, uh, I, I have a particular set of styles. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but my, my whole, my whole game, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to like how I dress, I, I'll, I mean, I'm, I have to wear button downs like most of the time cause of, cause of my work. Same. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, I get the latitude in my job where like I get to wear jeans and I don't have to tuck in my shirt. And so one of the yeah, one of the benefits of that is uh, you can you can make I mean you can wear whatever shirt you want to wear as long as it's buttoned down. So what I do is I uh, I, I take that and I run with it. I'll go to uh, go. Uh, I mean, uh, every almost everybody's been on the Marshalls. I mean, because you can go and take a, get a shirt that was like what eighty bucks at like uh, Macy's or whatever, right? Kohl's, wherever you what have you. Uh, and get it, and then you know, go to Marshalls. It get marked down for gets marked down for like ten bucks. So I love going down there, getting these shirts, and like I got a. I'm even wearing the shirt right now. I got there just like a, a few days ago. It's like a sky blue with like red flamingos, just like all over, and not like little tiny flamingos. They're like huge. Yeah, flamingos. they're pretty big. So uh, and but like you know, I I got the uh, I have this shirt. I have a shirt that's covered in like buckets of popcorn. <laughs> that I'm a big fan of. Uh, I had another one that was like cov- covered in like uh, a print of like oct- uh, octopi mm-hmm. all over it that I used to have. Uh, I wish I still had that shirt. It was like one of my favorites. Uh, uh, weird, just weird shit like that. I had a shirt that was covered in pugs <laughs> that was just covered in uh, drawings of pugs all over it. I don't have a dog. <laughs> that was just, I liked it. Uh, you just find the weirdest shit there because again, you go into a, you go into like a Marshalls and it's not like that organized. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like it's it's typically it's neat. Those those guys are really good at keeping the store pretty like organized, but like organized like everything's like more or less like on a hanger. Uh, nothing's like piled. It's but organized chaos. It's and I but hate yeah, it. but yeah, you you have to go. It's like it's like crate digging when you're going to buy an oh. album. You have to go through every single shirt to find something good because you don't know what is where. So, like, you have to go through the entire men's section to find, like, the diamonds in the rough. Just to hear that stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'll spend, I'll spend, like, a good, like, 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, just, like, just going through stuff to find something that, A, fits me, and B, is, like, meets the criteria of what I'm looking for. Something that's crazy as hell. 
Uh, so yeah, that's like one of my favorite things. Uh, I just try to go find the oddest shit out there. Uh, and the thing is, the, the here's the thing about it: when you when you find that stuff that's like that you want there, mm-hmm. you can't leave it because it won't be there next time. It'll yeah. be gone. Yeah, it'll be gone. So that's my uh, that's my thing of the week is uh, yeah, going to Marshalls and just getting some weird shit. There you go. Yeah. It's like I got a pair of glam, uh, clam diggers, like randomly. I, I thought they, I thought they fit me, but they were way too short. So, yeah. oh, so if I ever need to go, if I ever need to go to the beach and work capris, I got, I'm all set. So, all right, uh, let's talk about this beer. The more I drink it, though, I mean, it's it's good. It maintains its flavor. Uh, I mean, it's kind of it's a little bit chilly out here, so it's kind of staying cool throughout. But it's uh, it's getting a little bit warmer. But even then, it's like. The flavor is not really changed on that. It's a pretty solid. It's pretty solid for me. Mm-hmm. So, I give this out of the score of five on the Untapped. I give this a. Uh, I give this a four, which is good for me. Holy shit! It's good, and I'm not a huge lager fan, but this is pretty solid. So. You, I, I cannot believe that you yeah. just gave this a four. I give it a four. Yeah, I like wow. it. I'm I, again. I'm not a huge lager fan, so yeah, four, four for me is like resounding praise for a lot for of anything yeah. a four is amazing for you yeah it's pretty solid but i mean i'm giving it the same yeah before like i i like it i like loggers um i i go more towards a pilsner than a lager mm-hmm. um but i love hef hef mm-hmm. is probably my number one favorite beer so this hits that itch for me because some of it is a lager feel and a lot of it is a half feel. So, I mean, if I, 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 if I could tell him one thing, it'd be like, continue to make that exact same thing. Yeah. And give me all of it. Yeah. So I will, I will say on the naming front for this, I will say, uh, you remember like, uh, was it, I can't remember what it was like one of those Disney movies where they had the heffalumps. Oh, yeah. this is a heffalog. A heffalog. Yeah. I might have to, uh, hit him up and let him know. See if he has any extras. Yeah. <clears throat> but um so as usual uh make sure you check out our socials because we're still in cage fest yeah um we have one more episode so, well maybe we have a live that we're probably Wait, oh doing. that's right we're uh, yeah we're we're ready revving to go we're getting ready for this live it's coming up shortly that's right so it's going to be a facebook live only I'm, yeah, because I think last time we tried to do both, it didn't really work out that well. Yeah, the the audio side of it wasn't that great, but um, I might hit record, see how it comes out. Yeah, but I so don't expect an episode. We're gonna miss one week, and then there'll be one more week, and then that'll be it for Cage Fest. Yeah. So we have one Facebook Live and one more actual podcast episode of Cage Fest. Yeah. Think the Lord Almighty. Do you want to, I mean, we've, are we still keeping it secret? Are we going, are we sharing? I can't uh, let's, 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 let's drop and let them know what, uh, okay, what right. we're doing here. So what's our Facebook live? Our Facebook live. Do you Which one movie? is on our Facebook? Li- uh, it's so the episode we were mm-hmm. going to do was primal. That one's our last actual podcast. Yeah. Episode. I forget what the Facebook it's the new one that just came be. out. Oh, uh, Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Jiu-jitsu. Oh yeah. 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 Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that the, that one is just just coming. It just recently came out on Netflix. Uh, it took Netflix. us a while to get there, but yeah. it's fine. Well, so we had to wait because it didn't come out until the 20th. Mm-hmm. So we had to put that one off. So uh, I, th- I think it came out to celebrate Nicolas Cage getting married. So Right. Yeah, <laughs> so that comes out the 20th. And more than likely, the 21st, that Sunday, we'll probably be doing our Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, but make sure you check out our Facebook to make sure. So, which is, let's do podcast. Easy yes. enough, right? Yeah. So let's go ahead and just plug off our social medias and let's start ending this thing. So, so Instagram is let's into pod. Twitter is let's tweet a pod. But Facebook is let's do a podcast. YouTube is let's do a podcast 22. TikTok is let's do a TikTok. <laughs> Snapchat, Snapchat is let's do a Snapchat. <laughs> I, I don't know what Did those I are. Did I get through to you, Alba? <laughs> the uh, email, if you want to email us, uh, let's do a podcast 22 at gmail.com. We probably won't check it, but hey, you never know. Uh, I think that's it. B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. 
I've never misfiled anything. Anything. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for hanging out with this brutal episode of Let's Do a Podcast. We had fun. We always yes. have fun with yes, each other. We, always we hope that yeah. you had fun. Yeah. Don't watch this movie. Yeah. And we'll check on you guys later. All right. Peace. Bye. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire.